Hello, welcome, and it's great to have you with us. This is Conversation Over Two Bridges with Elizabeth Galera and Pierce Cromwell, a place where two spectacle-faced friends come together. We chat, discuss, and talk unscripted about topics that we come across in our everyday lives. With this in mind, expect the unexpected. Across these two bridges, nothing is taboo. So let's get into it. Hello everyone and welcome back to Conversations Over Two Bridges with me, myself and I, Elizabeth and Pierce. Um, how are you doing today, Pierce? Fantastic, it's Friday. Friday, happy Friday. So um, just in light of our previous um, podcasts, obviously they're a bit doomy gloomy, so we were racking our brains thinking about what we've discussed today and we thought, seeing as we're in lockdown and we have basically been doing fuck all, why not talk about our nights out on the town when we used to go on the razzle dazzle? get riggedy riggedy wrecked and uh, reminisce on the good times and I don't know maybe hope for the better times that are soon to come I hope fingers crossed yeah absolutely like I think the one thing that I miss massively is I miss the build up to a night out not even being out I just miss like you know when you're on when you're you're in work on Wednesday and you're like yes I'm out I'm out on Saturday can't wait and then the countdown is gone then you're like right I have my outfit I have my shoes I'm going to do this with my hair. It's obviously not the same for you because, you know, I'm a girl. But yeah, no. Mine starts <laughs> earlier than Wednesday, generally. <laughs> generally starts a couple of weeks well, beforehand. You know, I have to kind of lay the groundwork. I have to, um, well, you know, suss her out, see how she's feeling, you know, uh, maybe a couple of flowers, <laughs> you know, how is she in herself, you know. So, you know, it's kind of all about that and then, you know, Su- suggesting that not I'm suggesting a night out maybe one of the lads have suggested a night out not me you know? oh, it's I'd, never you I've never it's su- never you I'd never suggest a night out but um, you know oh, one of the lads is in contact with me there and he's wondering if I'm free on Friday are we free on Friday <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> Why, which Friday oh it's the 20, 26th of the end of the month uh, oh, so I'm, a couple of weeks notice yeah 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 a couple of weeks notice so yeah, it kind of starts early doors, um, you know, kind of laying the groundwork very early on, making sure that, you know, I'm on the right side so that I don't mess it up on the run-in so that, you know, and then just do- double-checking on the tourist day, of course, just saying, oh, you know, I'm going out tomorrow with the lads for a couple the, of the, drinks. The gentle reminders, the gen- you're like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, just in case you did, I haven't already told you a million times, but I am going out this weekend. Is still okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I'm very understanding, so I, it's never been yeah. a problem. Never been a problem. But yeah, no, I agree. Like you do miss the like the build up, the build up to it. You know, the the text flying across, and then trying to make sure that the confirmation. You know, the day of that everybody wakes up. Are we all healthy? Uh, no one has a flu. Yeah, or so, like nobody just magically. One of my friends always does it when she's she ends up not being in the mood. She just disappears off the face of the earth and just doesn't text. And then it's like there's a man down, man down. Everybody rally around. We need to find out what's going on. Where is she? What's she doing? But it's definitely like I'm saying Saturday because that's the day where you have all the time in the world to get ready, and you've all the time in the world in case you have a wardrobe malfunction. Girls, I know you can relate to this mm. because if you're working Monday to Friday and you leave work at five to get home, what half six, quarter seven, you're under serious pressure. Shower, hair, makeup, outfit, <laughs> bang, the outfit looks crap, and you're like, oh my god, it's start all over again. You know. And then Saturday you get to start your pre-drinks early, which is essentially my favourite part of the night out. Aside See, from getting ready, I love getting glammed you, up. You paint, paint a terrible picture of us men not pouring any effort in. Yeah, but it's easy for you. So no, no, it's not easy. 
As long as you follow is, Pierce's five is. S's. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> five S's God that uh, me. The shit, the shave, the shower, the shirt, and the shoes. And if you're very lucky, it all ends in the shag. You know, so <laughs> six S's if you're lucky. Five S's just do preparation, you know, preparation S. Um that's that's my approach. Yeah, but see that's easy for you. Whereas for the girls, like it's not just I mean well, for me anyway, I have to plan my outfit. I know my sisters are pretty much the same. Unless it's a last minute night out and you just throw whatever on, like jeans and a nice top. But you have to, you know, you have your shower, you have to do your hair, you have to do your makeup, you have to make sure that your eyelashes stick on. If your eyelashes don't stick on, then there's World War Three. Or if something's a bit too tight or you just feel crap in the outfit that you had initially planned yeah, to wear. A fat, ugly day, just, is it? Just gone out. Honestly, it's like you're going to war. Then. <laughs> That, that feeling when you're ready and you're going down the stairs and you're giving it loads you're doing the Beyonce walk down the stairs and there's nobody even watching you it's just yes we're ready we're good to go I smell lovely I look unreal let's get this going like I, I miss going in, in, so fa- in fairness I have I do have a one of the, one of the lads in, in the group he, he would be like that now on a night out he, he you'd be waiting for him to get ready you know generally you'd have the pre-drinks in his house because you'd know he'd never arrive at your house for pre-drinks he'd be you know was told a time you know we're going to be meeting in my house or your man's flat at whatever time he'd never arrive because he'd never get out of the house or get away from the mirror or figure out what he wants to do or is his hair in the right position does he look okay did you get a chance to go to the gym that day so he can pump some iron so he looks a bit you know buff you know um, okay he's one of them he's yeah, yeah he's one of those um individuals um but you know i don't think i don't think guys get a fair a fair deal like you know I understand what you're saying about the Friday versus Saturday. I think I used to enjoy the Friday night. I really did. I used oh, to think. But there's only one reason why we enjoy the Friday more, and it's because we have longer to die. Yeah, uh, you know, that. let's not tell lies here. We're pushing on. The hangovers are getting harder to cope with, and when you go out on Saturday and you're dying all day Sunday, like it's <laughs> your your weekend's just over because Sunday's a write-off. Because if you go out Friday, a bit of time to recover on Saturday, and you can have a nice fresh Sunday. Unless you're like me and you do the two nights. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can't do. I haven't done a two nighter in a long time. But um, Friday night, the only thing I find about Friday night, and I don't know if you find it, if you've had a full day's work, and if you go home and then come back out, maybe you had a chance to have a kip or something. But I always find it's difficult to go home, have a kip, get up, get ready, and then you're still all right. You've had a few drinks, but you, instead of getting more energy, you're kind of getting tired, more tired, and then eleven o'clock comes, twelve o'clock comes, and you're like, I want my bed. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen to me. I will either go straight out. So where so I work in the city centre, we're right beside Neyland. So it's literally just go out the office door across the road and there you are. Bang, it's an old man's smelly pub. I still to this day don't know why we choose to drink there. Because um, it's so small. Uh, and there's not really, you know, the music's not there. It's just, I think it's just because it's handy and it's like basically tradition. But um, I just feel like on a Friday you've had such a long week and for me normally it's always just a mental week and you just can't wait for that first ice cold drink to touch your lips and that's it, it just sets you for the whole night but I do get when like when you come home and you go back out that's different yeah but if you go out straight from work then that's it like the only thing about going out straight from work is like if you have your bags and your laptops and stuff you're just so conscious of leaving stuff down like it's just so annoying at times Um. But yeah, I I, I like the pre-drinks. That's why I like the Saturday nights. I really enjoy. You know, you're you, you get up. You know, you you haven't had a drink on Friday. Maybe maybe you've had a couple at home. If you're like me, you're responsible. 
not like yourself, you know, going mental. Um, you know, responsible <laughs> Pierce having a drink, maybe a cool, a, a cool, a cool drink on 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 Friday to just take the edge off, and wake up Saturday. You have a chance. Make sure the text goes out, lads. We're still on board. Everybody, no, no one's fallen by the wayside. No one's got collared. No one's played offside. Grand. We're all ready to go. Whose house are we going to? What time is it? You know, get a good feed in for stars. You know, get a bit of grub, order something. That's it. In. You have to, you have to plan your Saturday properly. You have to have the fry, have your lunch, and then have a nice big dinner. I always go for like pizza before I go out because I just believe that the more carbs I have, the more alcohol I can consume, and I won't die. Well, or I think get sick which I have a tendency to do every time and it, you know it's like I go through phases so like from 18 to 20 I was grand as soon as I hit 21 every bloody night that I went out I was like puke my ring up essentially and all that's disgusting and the next day it used to take me until about 3 o'clock the next day to recover and I used to come in so drunk because so I lived in an apartment at the time and it was a spirally a small spirally staircase to go to my bedroom so you know you'd know how heavy my night was if i was upstairs or downstairs so if it was like mental and i couldn't really see or walk or do anything i'd be downstairs on the sofa because i'd just walk in and look at the stairs and be like yeah that's not happening i'm staying down here <laughs> yeah that's not that's only going to end in death yeah yeah but then like as you get older like i just think the hangovers get worse it depends that you can't drink some certain things because oh my god what happened we get heartburn now all of a sudden where did that come from when, Nobody told me that this happens when you get old. You get heartburn or you get like an icky tummy. An like, acid reflux. Oh. Yeah. I have to bring Rennie out with me, especially if I want to drink Bulmers or Orchard Thieves. That that shit sits in your neck all night. Like, or wine. No do you joke. ever drink wine? Do you drink no. wine? Pre-drinking? I do, I do drink wine. No, I'd never pre-drink wine because I'd never make it out the door. <laughs> so, so and set up the pre-drink for me so, and, and the listeners. What is kind of your general setup on a, a pre-drink kind of... Um, oh well it's the same thing you touch base with everybody you make you, you know you set a time but there's always somebody that's going to be late but it's either like my house or it'll be uh, one of the girls house and then you have all the girly tunes we have this tendency to always play the 90s songs yeah uh, you know, I, like, I like i like singing. that you, you have to you have to do a little no, bit of the 90s yeah i don't um, get that option i don't i'm never the dj i'm on pre-drinks i'm not allowed even in my own apartment i'm not allowed to uh, do the um the dj <laughs> There's, there's, if, the yeah, there's, there's reasons for that. Like, you don't really like. I would play Saturday night, and I would play, you know, like ketchup and all those kind of music on you know, and going yeah, well, out. Then there's, no, there's no reason. There's no wonder why you're not allowed to do it. Exactly. You know, my <laughs> taste of music. You, put those, that kind of music on. Get out you of know, here. I'd have Bewitched going, say La Vie, and you know, I'd be bopping away, and then the lads are like, no, you need to put something on a little bit more R and B style, a little bit yeah. more contemporary, a little bit more, you know, cool. Um, I'm like, well, we'd have like so we throw in the bit of the nineties, and then obviously where the drinks are flowing. So depending on your mood, you might have a few tasties, which is like you know your alcohol pops, but we haven't drunk them in a while. Or you might have. Are you saying like your Smirnoffs and your WKD? All right. Happen, happen back to now. Do you make the fat frog, or do you, or do you buy the fat frog? You buy the fat frog. Come be buying all them and mixing sure That's too many glass bottles for my liking. <laughs> that sounds like too much hard yeah, work. It's, it's a session. It's, it's not. It's not work. It's just yeah. So, but in recent years, like all we've done is just bring like your gin and tonic. But then, you know, obviously the drinks are flowing, and then we're all getting that nice little warm, fuzzy feel, and then we check in the time. We're like, right, what time's the time to go in? We can't. Ninety percent of the time, we've already decided where we're going to go. So it's like. And I hate that sometimes where I'm like, well, we go somewhere different. And that can be like two ways. Like, that's, that's the sign of going to be the worst night ever. 
exactly. But you know, when you go somewhere new, you you like. We've gone trying to get into new places a couple of times, and either we didn't get in for no reason whatsoever, or you go in and it's just crap. It's just like, oh, it's it, you're like you're literally standing there comparing it to where you normally go, yeah. and then sure you get nights where you go to the same place, and you're like, this is getting so boring. You really need to find totally. a new place to go. So you 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 plan your your location before uh, during your pre drinking. Oh yeah, and that's of very yeah, that yeah. is very insightful because like I know. You're, you'd be pre-drinking in the house or the apartment or whatever on the last place and then it's it's the taxi time we kind of call it it's like who's who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna go and say who's gonna halo first you know kind of it's getting mm-hmm. towards that like what time would you head into town for like on a regular Saturday night say um, it's I suppose it, it kind of depends it depends on the mood and it depends on how early we start but normally we'd be leaving about half ten yeah yeah. That's that's normally the benchmark, and then you know it's like right, girls, who's halo in the taxi, and then everybody jumps up off their chair and they're straight in, topping up the lip liner and the, the lipstick, spritz the perfume. Is my hair okay? But before all that, let's not forget what's very important. You have to get the selfies and the outfit of the night pictures. Yeah, the the hand on they the hip are... and the and the knee bent, and the, the back yeah. and in front of, the in front of the in front of the white or the door over your shoulder. In front of the white. What outfit you've got on? I've never seen so many pictures of people. Uh, in doorways in all of my life on Instagram yeah. you know stand <laughs> where's there a white surface let's stand in front of the door because the door always needs yeah. to be painted white right? where's the neatest place where there's like no shoes and no this that and the other but they're they're like they are so important because as soon as you go out like I mean I would still take pictures or whatever but really depending on the kind of night I'm having I'll either have a whole heap load of photos or I'll have none <laughs> None, and they're generally the nice that I've forgotten about. Yeah. I think, I think, from a guy's point of view, there isn't that has it run. I think we're more concerned about getting to the loo before we go, and um, maybe making sure we have our money, our card, our condoms, and our keys. And you know, you know, it's important that what. Well, I'll just say that's not something I think about. I just make sure I have my perfume, my card and my lip balm because I can't leave the house without my lip balm never mind the lipstick and everything else that I have on that is oh an eyelash glue just in case because you could have an emergency could you actually you know do uh, surgery with the amount of drink you've had on board with <laughs> that now that sounds like a recipe <laughs> for disaster you, if, the, if the end result is for somebody to die then yes no problem <laughs> <laughs> but then it's you know, it, you're, and then it's a real touch and go depending on your taxi driver. Like, oh, are they going to continue the with taxi the mood? banter. Because you could get, get some fucker who's playing some crappy radio station and it's all diddly diddly d, or it's something else, or they're just not talking. And then you get the sound one who, like, literally will turn that music up as loud as we want and will listen to us cackling and screaming and shouting in the car all the way in. I really don't know how they do it because that was me. I'd crack up. Oh, yeah. And but I... that adds to the night. Like, when they're like that, you're literally be swinging out of the car, like, swinging out of the, you know, the, the Jesus round. <laughs> and then I you don't. pull up and then everybody's, you then, but getting out of the taxi, especially if you're up outside the club, it's like your, your exit is the taxi is like, right, all eyes, all eyes on the girl I was getting out of the car. Is that what like, takes so long to get out of the car? Of course. Because I would be in, like, if, if we're in a queue, like, for a club or whatever, and then I, I see the taxi arrive, right? Now, I wouldn't go to a club straight away. I'd have to go to a bar or something. But if, say, say for instance, you're in a club, and a taxi arrives, and then the lads hop out, and then for some reason it's, like, you know, 20 <laughs> minutes later, and the meter's still running, and you're like, what's going on here? It's, like, so much pandemonium in the background, and then, 
don't think then. Uh, then she. Yeah, what does like like does the bear? I know, but it's because it depends on your outfit. So, like, if you're wearing like a really short, tight dress or something, you should be very careful about how you. Sh- if especially if you're sitting in the middle, you have to shimmy across. You've got your heels, which are making your legs. Well, for me, way longer. So generally, I don't really sit in the back. You have to do the shimmy, and then you have to do the turnarounds to get your feet out of the door. Fix yourself one more time, and then gra- as gracefully as possible, which you know doesn't really normally go to plan. Okay. Get out so- of the car without flashing anybody mm. your sexy underwear that you decided to wear for the night. Or the rest, or you know, you could have a nip slip. You have to be so careful. You I just, think, I think, I think, you know, I think you, I think you're, you're, you're not giving our listeners everything here. I think you have to have some anecdotes where here where there has a malfunction has happened. Um, ha, yeah. Well, I mean, I've fallen, of course, because I'm accident prone. So I've, I've, we were so close to the curb. My the back of my foot went between <laughs> the curb and the car, and I fell back into the car. Which, that was that know, was a positive. Oh yeah, so, yeah, that was great. Or um, I got out and it was extremely windy and I had like a really flowy dress on and because I wasn't careful enough to hold it, you know, I was like Marilyn Monroe, but not that graceful or sexy. It was just, there, there's my arse cheeks. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Hello, and my name is Elizabeth and this, this is my best side. <laughs> yeah, or, or had... I've gotten out and my, my bag is just puked all over the floor. And, oh, and, like, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I had my pyramids at the time too. So what people thought were probably sweet wrappers, they weren't. And somebody was help a guy help you pick them up, but you know. Absolute gent. I think I've had yeah. a couple of experiences not like that, but you know, uh, being a bit drunk and it's it trying to hail down a taxi and this taxi guy pulled up and you know the way on the side of the street, some streets there's bollards. You know the black bollards. Yeah. You know, um oh, no. oh, oh yes. <laughs> you know when you open a door really quickly and you're drunk Yeah. And you smash the, the side panel of a car. Well, I, I, I have to say, something I've never done, don't tell me you did that, did you? I didn't. I've seen it witnessed. <laughs> I've witnessed it. You know, I wasn't the one doing it, but you know. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't get in that taxi, I'll be honest. Um, I, I, I ran. Um, you know, but um, no, I think I think negotiations, I think the, the from a guy's point of view, from my point of view, like it would be a case of taxi um, into the taxi hope it's a good bit of banter on the way in ask the normal questions of the taxi man have you been busy what time will you stay out till um yeah, you know are you this evening, how Mr. are taxi you man. Mr. Taxi man. Mr. Taxi man Mr. Taxi man <laughs> and you know what it's, I, I don't know why because I always end up sitting in the front you know there's all, there are, there, you have to have the volunteer who'll take take one for the team and sit no the no you don't have the volunteer you have the fucking really you have the fucking I idiot do. who who basically is told to sit in the front. It's generally the last person no! into a taxi. I, no, I volunteer. I volunteer myself as tribute to sit in the front. But that's actually just because I get car sick if I sit in the back. So <laughs> it might sound like I'm taking over the team, but really I'm just thinking about myself. Selfish. <laughs> yeah. All about getting her own way. Always, always. So, but it's like, I hate, I hate those nights where you, you do veer off of your usual places to go you go somewhere new and it just ends up being an absolute disaster like, I know I can't or you go somewhere and it's too busy or the queue is too long i never forget the night me and Kira were waiting outside uh, Nolita and it was freezing and she never brought a jacket so she was like wrapped around me inside my jacket and I think we waited outside for 25 minutes and they were like ah, here let's get out of here and we walked around for another 25 minutes trying to figure out where to go it ended up being a great night. We did, yes, we did get a rickshaw because is it really a night out in town if we didn't get a rickshaw somewhere? Or like, some sort of ride, be... anyway. Um, 
So, do you go to so so you're going in a taxi, yeah? So yeah. you've pre-planned where you're going on a night out, which is totally foreign to me because we don't re- generally have a plan, but we generally have spots. So it's either we're going to a, a pub before the club or a bar before the club. I think there's been a, a development from, obviously, when you're a little bit younger, you're less likely to get into bars. You'll also probably have less money to spend in bars. So it's generally a pub that you'll um, frequent. You're generally less likely to have someone on the door. Um, you also generally head in a little bit earlier when you're younger so you make sure excuse me that you get in because there's always that fear like you know you'll get into town and you'll get in nowhere especially when you're younger right and there's one of the lads we go out with he's 29 that last march and he still asks for id everywhere i did yesterday like i got what was i doing yesterday oh i was just going to get a few cans very very lady like have they got id there i was like yes i do and yes i do look 10 years younger than I actually am but okay here you go <laughs> brilliant so we go like, sorry we were talking about um, where to go pubs versus bars so we've got developed like when we went into town first kind of maybe in our early 20s we generally go to the same place it would be the Bleeding Horse on top of Camden Street and um, because um, it was good for little bars around there and the clubs are obviously basically up in Hardcore Street all the time so we'd always uh, end up there but I think as time moved on we kind of preferred going to places around kind of uh, Dawson Street and uh, St Anne Street so we would now probably go to probably is it Kyo's there on the corner or yeah. Lemon and Duke uh, and then make our way maybe there's a couple of bars along there um, 37 there's um, what's the one in the back of that now it's um Zazimus and you have Cafe and Zen there so kind of that's 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 kind of the places now where we would go if we were going into town now rather than a pub now one of the lads still like go up to Camden Street sometimes and go to um, the Flannery's yeah yeah I'm not a massive fan but then again I'm not a massive fan of pubs I I don't get the pub vibe but I think I'd like for, for me anyway I don't know if it's a girl thing but we don't we don't go to a pub beforehand. We never do. We just go straight into the place that we plan on staying for the night. Really? Um, yeah, like we don't or unless like if I was going out with um a guy, we would like when I was with somebody, we used to go in and we go in somewhere early and then we go somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah. for me it was just generally like who we were going out with. But whenever I'm going out with the girls, we definitely don't go somewhere first because we're pre drinking and we're catching up and we're gossiping. And we go out so late, like we don't go out until about half ten, and we just go like if we're going to Zazimus or we're going to Camden or we're going to I don't know where else do we go, uh, Cafe on Seine. We would just go straight there. We would never, or if I'm going out with the guys from work, I'd meet them somewhere and then we'd go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. But with when it's a girly night, because I think for us as well, it's like you can't if if we so normally when you go to a nightclub, you're obviously going to wear like your two piece or you're going to wear your dress. Whereas if you go to a pub and you walk in and all that gear, you're kind of sticking out like a sore thumb. So you have to be dressed for the location. But if you're wearing jeans and a nice top, that's okay for the pub. But it's not necessarily okay for the club because you have to be super glam. So yeah. see, this is what I mean why it's so easy for you guys is just put on jeans and shirt or jeans and a nice t-shirt. You know, yeah. it, it, there's no other options of clothing for you to wear. So would you differentiate then between the pub, the bar and the nightclub? So would you go to a bar and then a nightclub or would you go to a bar, stay there for the rest of the night and not leave? Uh, well, what would you what would you class Camden a nightclub or a bar? Um, I class that a bar. 
see but it turns into a nightclub yeah see it's it's kind of <laughs> So I think I think I think a lot of places are turning into places where they cater for both, don't they? Kind of they don't want you yeah. to leave, so it starts off bar white bar. That's what that's what we've always liked because here beside me we had Quinlan's, which was the place to be every Saturday night, yeah. and it was like a di- I I call it a disco bar that probably makes me sound really old, but it was just the like the music was never really loud at the very start, or actually sorry, you'd be downstairs in Quinlan's and then you'd go upstairs, yeah, to you know the nightclub or you go to Diva now those that was really really way back when way 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 back when we would go to Diva but we would never go into like the pub first and then go in it was always pre-drinks first and then straight to the nightclub that's where I've been going wrong for so long well no not really because you know what I've only started going to all these pubs in, in recent years like I'd say in the last two three years if even I've started going to other places like even when we did the 12 pubs that first time that we did them and we started off in Rathburnham. Is it was it Rathburnham? Yeah. Is that what it started? Oh, like I've never been in all those pubs, and it was only when I was going in and out of the out, out of them all, I was like, God, I'm really, really um missing out. And now I'm sort of like, I can't believe I'm nearly thirty, and I probably, I definitely haven't been to like, I would say, sixty percent of the pubs and bars out there. Mm. Yeah, like no, just, I, I think I think we're creatures of habit. Oh, totally. And you, no. the thing about it is, you you build up a night out. I think in your mind, and you, what you don't want is a failure. So, mm. as much as you like the idea, I think we touched on earlier on the idea of going somewhere new. You want also to guarantee that your night is going to be good enough that yeah. you'll be happy with it. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of um, it's a kind of a catch twenty two. So, we head out. We're in the taxi. We're talking to the taxi, and we pay the taxi man, right? So we were in our location. What's what's the modus operandi now? Where what's the sus? What do we we get in? Straight straight to the bar. Straight, straight to the, the bar. bar. Straight to the bar. Get in there. Get your drink, and then you figure out where you're going to stand. You kind of as you're walking through, like say for in Camden, we walk to the other side of the bar so we can kind of get an idea of where it's really busy. Have a little sneak around, but we also don't want to be looking like we're walking around like headless chickens. Yeah, it's not worse so than walking in a place in. like that. Yeah, because you know what? When you're sitting there having a drink, you see people coming in, they have a walk around. Look, you can spot them from a mile off. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so we, you don't want to be one of those people. So you go in, you get your drink, and then you find like a spot to stand, or you'd be lucky if you get somewhere to sit down. Or in, say in Zazimus, you sit, you stand at the bar, and then hopefully there's a couple of stools, and you just park yourself there, stay there for the night. Because we always just create our own space where we can dance. Yeah, because I, th- I like, think. We don't actually sit down. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The stool is just there just in case. But, you know, <laughs> so you don't get thrown out. Someone is getting, ro- getting ropey and <laughs> sit down, love. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Or your shoes could be really uncomfortable. But we always, we plan that in advance. You're like, if I'm going to wear this, we're going to wear these shoes because they're comfy and they don't hurt my feet. But also, something I learned from when I started going out, as soon as you sit down, your feet swell. And then you stand up and they're really, really, really sore. So the the, the secret is, don't ever sit down. You've heard it here <laughs> for us, folks. You heard it here first. Just stay standing the whole night. Honestly, I remember my feet, and I actually opened one of my straps and I couldn't close them because my feet were so swollen. So, you know, I learned the hard way. Learned the hard way, girls. But, yeah. And then I do think, like, it depends. Like, if somewhere is too busy or the music is just, Jericho and the music is just crap. And like, you can't, just you're not even getting, like, a shoulder pop out of the music. You're just like, wow, this is really shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. Or the little, the little hip, the little hip pop. Or the little bounce, unless you're feeling it and you're feeling it in your bones, like that means the music's crap and you need to get up and get out of there and find somewhere else. And would you do that? Would you find like it? Yeah. Would and in terms of like trying to say there was a bit of like 
divide in, in the group? Like, I don't know what size group you generally go out in, but I, I mine would be probably maximum three or four. Um, no, mine's really small. Like, it could possibly be maximum three. Unless I'm out with my sisters, then there's four of us, but we we haven't got to go out that much because, oh yeah, we're in a fucking pandemic. Hence why we're but, doing this. We're going to yeah, reminisce. Exactly. If we're going out with the guys from work, there would be... Yeah, it'd be maximum three or four, but generally for myself, like with my own friends, it's, you know, never any more than three, including me. And that's not to say I don't have loads of friends, it's just those are the people I go out with. Oh yeah, and I think you, you, you go out with people that you're comfortable and trust, because there's a there's a big side to that, you know, that they're not being abandoned at the end of the night. Sometimes you go, yeah. who you, as my father would say, if you go out with somebody, you'll come home with somebody, you know, if you go look after each other, I don't know. I don't know why yeah. I said that accent. He's he's not a countryman. Like he's a born and bred dub. But you know, <laughs> in my mind, the responsible voice is Just a country tell voice. Just that he is, so it sounds alright. <laughs> I tell you, personal, if you go out with somebody, you'll come back with somebody, and that's what you do. You look after him because he's somebody's son. Um. <laughs> But no, like it, I do have a small circle of friends. But look, maybe we'll discuss that another time. I just like having a small circle. Um, it's I've always it's always just been the way I have been. So from but, so from a woman's point of view, you get into the club, you you're going to the bar, you're sussing it out, you're identifying a space where you can basically congregate that is good enough that you can create a space for yourselves and for to have a bit of a bop and. And then suss out who's around. I think from a guy's point of view, it's it's pretty much the same. Um, we kind of like we'd like we'd go in, get a drink as soon as you need something in your hand. As you said, if you don't have something in your hand, you're sitting there like a sore thumb. You want to get a location yeah. where you can kind of you can. And you feel you feel so awkward when you don't have a drink. Like if if it's just two of us going out and we take turns going to the bar and you're just standing there like I look like. a fucking idiot I'm standing here like you're kind of like I won't dance too much I'll just do a little dance yeah. and I'll just take out my phone now and yeah the phone <laughs> rescues no one can see me the I phone makes me disappear seconds until they come back you're like hurry up hurry up hurry up <laughs> yeah so in my position I'm kind of you know I would be the more I would probably say more outgoing of the three of us I generally go out and um I like to position myself where I can get a good view of what's going on because I'm a bit of a people watcher, you know. I think it comes with being in the hospitality. I enjoy seeing what people yes. are doing, the failures that go yeah. on, guys chatting up girls, girls off their head, you know. So sussing the people out, kind of saying, wonder how long they'll stay here. Is the, is the vibe good? Is it, get, is it too busy? Because there's nothing worse than a place that's too busy. Absolutely. Yeah, even. you can't move. And that's why the location is so important because if you're standing somewhere that there's going to be constantly people walking by, that oh. drives me nuts you want people bang into you because then all of a sudden you're dropping stuff you're spilling your drink then you get all annoyed and you're like that's you not know i i have i just don't i don't want to be here anymore or you just find a new location if you're you know a little bit more level-headed than me <laughs> yeah right but no that it is i think you know you don't want to be too close to the dance floor either because the music's a little bit too loud you still want to be able to talk to, to whoever you're out with you don't like standing at the bar do you know it's just something i've never I've never enjoyed like just parking myself at the bar. It's just too you can't see anything. It's no fun. There's too many people coming up behind you all the time. Yes, the drinks are flowing and it's easy to order drinks, but look, when you're a girl, all you have to do is like bat your eyelashes at a, at the guys at the bar and they move out of your way pretty quick. You're like, excuse me, can I just squeeze in here, please? Pardon oh, yes, me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Oh, you're very nice. Oh, that's a nice. That's a nice yeah. bicep you oh, have there. Can I just lovely. get? Can I get in there beside you? That's a lovely bicep. <laughs> can I just scooch in there that bicep? Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I like. Or you do. You can, I get away with actually kind of 
like shimmying my way in like to a point where I'm kind of pushing and then you can see them getting annoyed and they turn around and just take one look at you and they're like oh wait it's a female it's okay I will move yeah it's okay it's you'll okay have, and they're just looking at them like you'll have no issue <laughs> shuffling in in the new lockdown um, social distancing nightclub so you know it'd be two metres between you and the next person so you won't need to <laughs> that and it's probably going to be table service everywhere yeah Anyway, we won't. St- we 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 we'll stay positive. We're, we're reminisce. We're reminiscing. We won't look forward. <laughs> I don't know when we're ever gonna have a night like this again. It's just so. Oh. Anyway, look, we won't. We won't. Yeah, we won't. We won't. So I'll get depressed. Yeah, we're we're got, we're reminiscing. We're reliving a night out here. Um. Um. So yeah. But talk to me. The characters that you like. Okay, you're on the night out. It, the drinks are flowing. You're dancing away. You're having a good time. But the amount of characters that you see around you. You know, it's um, oh god. And they what I always wonder is what even... they see me as. You ever think like I'm always? I'm not that I'm. I'm always looking at people and saying, "No, there's like a there's a list of characters that you see in every nightclub or or bar around Dublin, and and like you can list yeah. them off. There's like obviously there's the hen and stags, the groups. Oh, they're yeah, and they're they're plentiful in town. Or you have the lone ranger who's sitting at the bar like scoping out all the young ones to see like and he's literally just by himself we call like i call him the lone ranger or you know others might call him a creep and then you have the group of older guys who are out in the razzle dazzle probably once in every six months yeah this is interesting i, lo- um, I want to i'd like i love i think and i think a lot of any of our, our guy listeners would be really interested to see the insight from a female point of view of terms of what girls see in a, a club or a bar because from a guy's yeah. point of view, I'll, I'll let you go first and kind of come back on it. But like from a guy's point of view, it's it's so much different, I think, because the attention generally doesn't, well, it hasn't been on me anyway, generally is towards the girls and the women on the dance floor mm-hmm. rather than the guys. And um, yeah. I think I think I would love to hear what you think of and what you see on nights out and what kind of well, characters you have. I'm, I'll go off of like I'll go off of what like my recent experiences. So we were out, uh, you know, in February I think it was we were in Camden and there was the stags. You had the older guys, which generally don't. They, in Camden, for example, they don't tend to venture much further into like the, where the dance floor and stuff is. They stay at the very entrance. I think that they're hearing aid interferes have, with them. Um... You have, you know, you have you see the couples. So you see all the couples where all the boys are sitting, the girls are having a ball and the boys are sitting down like this is like the worst night ever. Well, I, that's just my, that's just what I see. You know, they're, they're dying to just break away and be by themselves. And then you'd have, oh, you have the, the boys who have the table and they've got their drinks and they've got their, you know, all the clobber on, the fresh fades. You can see their watches from a blade mile off that they probably bought from the lucky luckies. But look, that's neither here nor there. And then you have my favourite the culties that are out on a night out because you can tell from the cut of their jeans their shirt and generally what they're drinking which is they're always drinking bulmers that's probably just me bulmers are hiney um, and they're the ones believe it or not they're the ones that tend to come, like saunter on over well how, how are you doing tonight how, how's things and you're like yeah grand like I would never I'd never ignore anybody coming up like we're, we're always very nice but one guy who <laughs> one night he was like yeah 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 I'm from wherever he was from can't even remember I have a farm. <laughs> and I, I was just looking at him, I was like, do you? Yeah. And he was like, do you? Yeah, it's very busy. Very busy. Having, having the weekend off now, I have. there's it's, it's in other hands. But yeah, I have a very big farm. I was like, I was nearly looking at him going, is that code word for you have a big package? or? <laughs> He's hung like a bull, <laughs> is he? <laughs> you never know. And then... What else? You've obviously got your groups of like our our foreign exchange students that we have over here, 
um, the they're always in the middle of the dance floor, like just living their best life, sweaty yeah. as hell, popping, locking, dropping, and throwing themselves around the dance floor. Um, and then the, yeah, that's that's that would that's how I break them down when you see the lads. I you you would come across like a nice group of lads that you'd see, and you're like. They're all dressed nice. They're just keeping to themselves. Nobody's like kind of creeping. Oh, well, you get the creeps. You always get the, this pair. And this isn't me. You will get two that are like, they could be foreign or they're Irish, but they are both out to pull. And you can never walk by them without them throwing their arm around you or something. And I hate when they do. They're like, oh, hey, honey. Hey, sweetie. Oh, Hey baby, don't fucking baby girl me and don't touch me. Like I'll rip your head off. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind if they come up and start talking. But see when they think it's okay to throw their arm around you. It's like, oh, I'm gonna stop you right there. No, <laughs> don't do that. I think but I know yeah, the guys you're always, talking about. Yeah, they're always at like the end of the stairs to the dance floor, or they're they're just in they strategic just positions. I think strategic yeah, positions. They find themselves in the perfect position. To They've watched like a few YouTube uh, tutorials on how, on how to uh, locate yeah. themselves within bars it's, and clubs. They have it down to, they have it down to a fine art where they literally get to screen everybody and every girl that's in there because we just happen to always have to walk past them. Well, I can't know. say I've ever done that now. You know, I know well, where I the hope, toilet. I, I, I know where the ladies' toilets and coppers is. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> you know. Oh well, you know, we've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> I think yeah, it's um from from um from a lad's point of view, like I would speak probably because I've always been in relationships, so I've always been the wingman. Um, mm-hmm. generally when I go out, unfortunately, I in, I'm really kind of, you know me, I really enjoy dancing, really get. Oh yes. I like. I'm not the best dancer in the world, but I I I, I think I can move. You know, well, within I think you're great. within the music of the rhythm. I can't sing, but I can I can definitely dance. Um, but. Yeah, I think there's there's a few characters that I think guys will always identify, and it's maybe you you you'll find, probably find some of this funny, but you'll have the group. Can't wait to hear this. You have you'll have what we call the impenetrable women. So they're basically women who stand in the circle, from groups ranging oh, okay. from anywhere from three to a hundred and three, and they'll dance around their handbags. And if you, you know, you might, you might, you might spot a weakling on the edge that you might be able to, there's a gap there. I can probably boogie my way in, you know, and, and try to cut her off from the rest of the girls and see, can I get her, you know, get her over to one side and have an old chat in her ear or buy her a drink. No, you have like a force field around that where, you know, another girl will just all of a sudden arrive from one other angle that you hadn't kind of calculated and does a soup and then all of a sudden like, oh, balls. Yeah. And then, oh, then you have yeah. to do the walk of shame back that, to the lads, that, and that's, that's just horrible. Planning. And it also depends on the night. So, if like, say, if I'm we're, we're going out with that, what somebody's after going through a breakup, that is girls' night, strictly girls' <laughs> night. Any boys are totally ignored. You're not allowed to like, because you're all about that person who's gone through a hard time, and we're just here for you. We're gonna big up our girl who's feeling crappy, and it is essentially a force field, and we do it like. <laughs> it's like we have blinkers on and you just can't see any of the opposite sex at all <laughs> you serious yes it's, 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 I've done that when I go out like because obviously like I am like, you know as we both know newly single you go out and it is a girl's night and you just pay no attention to the opposite sex that's wandering around you you're like meerkats basically you have one person on point looking out for any predators <laughs> coming in <laughs> and exactly. then <laughs> 
turn just to yeah. take watch. You're, you're on point. You, you, I'm going to the bar. You take point. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you're like a group of meerkats. That's an absolute great analogy. I like that. I'm going to hold on to that one. Um, so yeah, the, the group of girls. Okay. So then you have the, the bar of chocolate or the group of bar of chocolates. The guys who love themselves, who think they're, you know, the be all and end all of the world. And, you know, that women just gravitate to them. And sometimes, sometimes it does. It does work. Like, you know, you'll have groups of guys who are obviously are you know looking after themselves quite well and there's nothing wrong with that you know and they enjoy some bed and like they have the fade and you know you can almost see the six pack yeah. through the white t-shirt that they're wearing yeah. the jeans are a yeah. bit maybe too low or for me a little bit too high and they don't seem to wear any socks uh, i'm not quite sure what that is you know they actually they actually do they i do know they socks, do but they're those like minimalist socks yeah that, wow. you know I, who, who knew that that was so important but they're they're the group of guys that you look and admire from afar because yeah. you know if you went anywhere over there it was just, they just need trouble and you, you have to stay I think they'd be probably too self-consumed I don't think they're the kind and, of guy who oh, but they're so, I know but they're so good to look at because they just look so clean and shiny and they smell great and but yeah, yeah, so does a new car, car, but like you know, you know, you know. Um, <laughs> well, but I, I'm gonna go off on a tangent here. But what's the story with socks? Like I, I'm in, I enjoy a high, a high ho, right? You know, a knee length, you know, up to there. You know, it's a bit of security. The idea of not wearing a sock, you know. Anyway, I digress. No, but, but, it's not that they, but it's not that they don't wear socks. They are just the they're the footsies or they're the ones that yeah, are. But what's the purpose? Literally of them? just. But it's so I don't know. I suppose it's too. So you can't see the sock. I don't now. I wouldn't wear those ones because they they do my head in. But for the boys that wear all the really expensive runners, like I'm pretty sure it's just down to aesthetic, and they just want. I feel I we know, could have a whole different off, podcast. Show off their I think. ankles a bit more. I don't know, or if they, you know what? At this day and age, I would say it's probably because they shave their legs and they just want to show off that little shiny part. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. must we must find somebody who is like that and get them on, and we can just. I'm sure. We, yeah. Break it down, if there's anybody out there who is that gentleman, um, get in contact I with us. We I, we want to touch base with you because I want to learn something new. And it's all about learning. I've been I'm been in this world thirty years, and I do not understand the concept of a of a, a pump sock or whatever you call them. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. What we, I call them footsies, but they're yeah. yeah, they're literally they just line the outside of your foot at the bottom of your foot. But I don't know. I don't even know how they stay on. But actually, my uh, a guy I know used to get the ones that had gel on the back of them because apparently they stayed on all night. That person has way know, too much money. Anyway, getting back to the people that I identify. So there's the bar of chocolate. There's the impenetrable women. There's always the mature, horny woman. You know, oh, okay. you know, there's that woman who, for whatever reason, she's, you know, she might be newly divorced. She might be newly single or widowed. You never know. And she's out on a night out where there may be a couple of girly friends. Um, she might have a little bit extra money in the bank. So she's splashed in it everywhere and everywhere. All drinks are on her. Well, she's you know she's like going up to people and she's you know a bit too friendly you know that kind of way um, um, maybe she's a mummy essentially she's out for one thing and one thing only yeah uh, <laughs> the D oh yeah <laughs> any shape or size will do um, then then on the night out you have so you have the old horny woman oh, old I don't like you mature mature woman then you have the prick tease the prick tease so it's the girl who has oh, the, the girl who the, the prick tease what's that the mickey tease the mickey tease okay it's a, it's a prick tease <laughs> i call it prick tease so basically it's a it's a stun hunt so someone who knows she's a good looking 10 out of 10 
Um, she surrounds herself by maybe five out of tens. Um, and she is basically unapproachable. Every person, in the, every lad, single lad in the nightclub will be looking at her for the whole night and dreaming of her when they go home, um, whoever they go home with, and say, oh, you should remember the one I was looking at. Anyway, and you know what? Fair play to her. But, like, you know, what's the story? She never ends up talking to anybody. She just She's just there surrounded by people, and, you know, she doesn't talk to anybody. She doesn't seem to be dancing she just stands there and looks good what's the story with that well i mean she could have a boyfriend and maybe she doesn't like talking to people i because like we've we've gone out a couple like i said to you like we, we when girls go out and it's a girl's night that means no boys that means no, yeah, no boys like just you know i understand that and that's I, it. like i but but i i'm the kind of person i'll talk to anybody you know me um, yeah, but so would I. But when you're going, especially if you're out with your girls, like so, say if I go out with Kieran, she's my best friend, yeah, and it's just me and her, and we are just going out for the two of us to have fun. If somebody comes up and talks to us, we won't be rude, but we'll be politely rude and say, "Well, you know, eventually just turn around and stop talking." Yeah, to you, but like now, when I say it out loud, it probably comes across as really rude. But you but have, you have. Could be her agenda. I don't know. Maybe she just likes. I don't know. I don't know, but I do know the kind of people that you're talking about. Yes. Because I think I think it's the perception that every guy that comes up to a girl in a nightclub is looking for one thing. I don't think that's necessarily um, true. I think I I will I, I, I will. Do. You really think so? Yeah. Oh. Well, generally because that's what they say. I right. never forget the night I was in the palace, but this was the Camden before. Camden, yeah. Oh, great, great night. Up on the podium, giving it loads, which we always did. Me too. Um, you'd be you'd be literally waiting for the podium to come free, and some guy just tapped the side of my leg, and I turned around. I was well on my, at this stage as well, and he was like, "Come here, come here, come here." I says, "What?" Came down to him, and he was like, "I really want to have sex with you." I was like, <laughs> "Was the name Niall?" I, don't, I didn't ask him his name. He's lucky I didn't put my foot down his neck. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's into. Oh, well, I mean... Foot I mean, fetish. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they put... And it, there was also another time where you get the guys also that come up and instead of, you know, wanting to talk to you, get to know you, they're straight into themselves. Like, oh, I just uh, started my own business. I'm so busy today and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Okay, are you going to ask me my name or are you just going to keep standing there talking about yourself? I even got a business card one time. He was like, here, take my card. I was like, what What could I possibly <laughs> do with this thing except flick it back at you? I yeah. took it anyway. But it was, oh, um, I'm going here now, but maybe you'll give me a call after. And I'm like, for So, so your, if your opinion is, like, and, and your girl's opinion is, like, basically if a guy comes up to you and wants to t- chat to you, it's one thing only. No, 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 no. You know me, I'm very. But you look at, look at, look at me. I go out. I've been in relationships for the last fourteen years, probably non-stop. Oh, so have I. And I think the longest I was single is six months. Yeah, I not even that. I'm sixteen years single, but you know, other than that, it was you know. Um, so I've been always the wingman, but I'm mm-hmm. probably not a bad wingman in the sense that I I will go up and talk to anybody, and if someone says to me, oh, you know, you start dancing, you start moving around, you know, and. So you you always see the wingmen going and laying yeah. the, the the hard work we do. The, the, the women yeah. just do not understand it, you know. They really it's, don't. There's a lot of gra- there's a lot of grafting involved in that. But also, I always think, and this isn't to uh, belittle anybody, but it takes a lot for somebody to come up and talk to you. It, oh, like, that, that's it's terrifying. Thing. If you, especially if 
Like, obviously, because you don't know them, you don't know whether they're going to answer you. It is. It, like, that's why, for me, if anybody ever comes up, I'd never, ever yeah. just ignore them or not answer them. Or basically, I know it, it probably sounds like I'm a bit of a bitch. I'm not. I would talk to anybody that, that walks up to me. No, no, you know, that's just me. But it can't be mean. Hmm. It's not I'll... fair. When you think about their, their their friends are probably standing there going, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. And then they eventually come over. And then you're just being a little arsehole about yeah. it. Like, that's not fair. It's like being a teenager all over again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mr. Will you meet him? Will you meet me? Will you meet me? Yes. Uh, let me uh, let let me uh, go to my diary. I'm free next Wednesday. Uh, what is the meeting in a in relation? So I think that's kind of what from from my experience. Okay. I, I don't know. Is there no? Is there no? Is there no other groups of girls? So that's it. You've got. You have. That's all. So you, you have, have. You have the lesbians, obviously, and they're fine. You, you know who they are. From you know, you leave them to their own devices. You see the couples that are out together. That's fine. They're off having a bop. You have the the girls who are up from the country as well. Um, you see them around all Ireland time, and you know, if you go out on a Friday, um, you also have the cokeheads. You know, people who are completely out of it. They can be quite quite fun at times. Um, you have a couple of you know lone rangers. I think you call them lone rangers. I just call them you know loners, um, who are out on a night out. And I, I actually admire them because you know I don't think I've ever gone out on a night out by myself. No, I've I found myself on my own, but that was my own fault because yeah, well, I went off on an adventure and yeah, just scoping the place out. <laughs> got like, lost. So yeah, I think my friend. Um, my friend Arlene always said, uh, we went, I think we were at a Christmas time, we had gone out a couple of times and she said, Elizabeth, I swear to God, I need to get either a tracking device for you or a GoPro because I don't, I just, I used to disappear for about an hour and then I just yeah. find her and she'd be standing there talking to some stranger like, where the fuck have you been? Yeah, I have <laughs> a thing where I, I'm known as the ex- explorer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go off and I do my rounds, and, you know, touch base yeah. with everybody and see how, what, where, 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 the, where the, the, the adventure, adventure will continue. Because, you know, sometimes you can be in a, in, a, in a bar or a nightclub or whatever. You can kind of be in a place too long that you're surrounded by the same people and, you know, nothing's going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. not, the, the vibe isn't good in that corner or, you know, you just you just get stuck beside a prick as well sometimes. You know, it's just painful. So that's kind of a few characters. Is there anything I've left out, I think, there in terms... Obviously, you have the, the floor the floor attendants and, and the bouncers and the staff who, who do unbelievable work. No, you're getting hospitality work. vision now. Let's not de- divulge into those ones because we're... Can't help we're yourself. ...we're about college again. Um, but let's... let's uh, what was it? Oh, our favourite song, right? So, you know, you just have that one song. Yeah, what's yours? That turns you into a stripper. That turns you into the biggest, I have a couple. dirtiest I have a couple. I have a few. Yeah, I have a few. I, I've seen. Obviously, because I'm a '90s baby, Christina Aguilera, "Dirty" is one. Like that, that, um, that song. I don't know what comes over me, but I literally, it's like I was born and bred in the strip club. Great choice of words. <laughs> but it, it's true. The slut dropping is is everywhere. The booty popping, and then you have Beyonce, "Crazy in Love." I think every girl loves that song, and that brings out the diva in you. Mm. And you have to do the walk. You have to do the strut. You have to do the hair flick. You have to do the twerking. Uh, not very well, might I add, but you know, you, you give it a bash. You give it a lash. And, then, and they generally come on at a time when the drink has been flowing for a considerable amount of time. Oh, that's always that's always towards the end of the night. And then, of course, you have to love your Ariana Grande songs. And then you have what our song was um, before all this happened was uh, Lonely Joel Curry. I don't know what it was. It was just mine and my friend's song. As soon as that came on, that was it. Like bags were flying in the air, drinks were fucked over onto the table. That was it, gone. Dignity out the window. Oh Bye. yeah, totally. And <laughs> like, as I said, like I go out in a group of three of us. I would be the dancer. 
one of the lads the other as I explained earlier that's why I'm never the DJ on, on pre-drinks because I would be dancing away to everything and anything the lads would be a bit more cooler you know the the shoulder waving like this and that mm -hmm. on one side you know a bit of fitty wap or whoever he is um, you know I don't know this is not my area of expertise but like R&B you know stuff like that um, Drake apparently or something like that I don't know I'm not, I'm not going to even oh, pretend come on you know who Drake is Drake is Drake is unreal. Yeah, so I do know who he is and I do know his music, but that, that's what the lads, but then, you know, the lads will look. It's just not you your know, thing. You know, thing. you know when the Angela's go off and the head turns? The lads know when Shakira, Africa, you know, wacka wacka. Oh. They know that. And generally, I think at this stage now, the nightclub knows or the bar knows that Pierce is going to, you know, take over the club for the next three and a half minutes until such a time as this dance is done and. There is hip movements like I don't know what. Michael Flatley hasn't even got these. And um, <laughs> yeah, the lads just kind of know to kind of part the crowd and I just work my way in. So that's kind of a, the sign if the night is going to be a success because generally there's a crowd that kind of gather around and then you'll get a bit of competition from somebody as well. But that's my oh, song. Yeah, yeah I love that. And yeah. you know, I love a dance off. I will never shy away from a dance off. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I've had a dance-off since I was in Diva or 21s. There we go again with the 21s drop. By the way, it's reopening. Oh, my God. Look, it was where I used to go like every every weekend. And I used to work there. And then obviously Diva, you'd always have a dance-off. I haven't had a dance-off in years. I feel like the next dance-off won't be until my 30th. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a long time away. And it's, and it's gonna, yeah, but it's, it's gonna come sooner than you think. I promise you. Um, yeah, and then obviously, like we would frequent um, a couple of similar bars on nights out. So you'd have a choice of maybe coppers, and um, obviously, then you would have you coppers in Camden, obviously. But if you went to coppers, you know when it's time to leave because you'd have the likes of Bewitched coming on. You know, you'd have okay. Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. And if you haven't had any luck on the night, then you know it's time to leave. Um, I mean, if you can't pull the coppers, you've done, you've done everything wrong. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah, uh, I think I think that leads neatly on to kind of um, the next part of a night out, the the the, the fun part of a night out, if you want, for a better word, <laughs> the cloak rooms. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? I actually have got got. I just got to a point where I stopped bringing a jacket out because. I can't stand waiting in a queue for my jacket when all I want to do is go and get food. That's all I want. <laughs> the munchies Just want in. to get food. Couldn't give a rat about my jacket. Just get me out of here ASAP so I can go and eat, please. Uh, one, of, one of the lads I go out with, he doesn't ever collect his jacket because he says it takes too long. He goes back on Mondays and he just picks it up after work. <laughs> no way. He knows the guys no and he's you again. All he does is rings on the night, day after the, the hotel. Generally, it's a hotel... Um, and says, is the jacket there? And he goes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's in there, frequents that place on a Monday after work to pick up his uh, jacket after a weekend. Uh, I would say four out of five times on a night out. Um, he no does, way. he does, he just doesn't, generally because he's gone off with somebody, you know, so he kind of has one thing on his mind. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what he does, the cloak. I don't mind the cloak room. You know, I don't. I don't. I just choose to not use it. And see, that's why I said when we go somewhere, we have to try and get a stool. Because that's where all the jackets and the bags go. Yeah. That still is vital. Unless you're in Zosimus and you're at the bar and you have like the hooks underneath the, the, the bar that you can hang all your stuff there. But if you're in Camden, you need to have like a stool 
to because that's we just don't do the cloakroom like unless we we go in really early that it's all right but no I, I, I would rather be cold I would mm. rather freeze my ass off than have to use the cloakroom yeah and then the lights go on and then you realise oh god who has been here tonight what do I yeah. look like is that who I was talking to is that who I was <laughs> dancing with oh my god <laughs> And it's a scramble then. It's like, right, girls, you rally everybody up and then you're out and gone out the door. So it's the rickshaw or not the rickshaw? Well, it really depends on where you are, isn't it? We, we would we would only use rickshaws if we're going between places, but never to try and get home. Unless it's kind of around Christmas time when it's just a nightmare to try oh. and get a taxi home. Why is it so hard to get a taxi sometimes? Like, it doesn't isn't Dublin like one of the places in the world that has the most taxis? Oh, yeah, big time. But it's uh, just this everybody at the same time so what we would normally do is we would really kind of accept that we're not getting a taxi so we'd go for food um mm-hmm. so you have is it charlie's one of the places we go to is charlie's so you get your chicken balls or you get your mcdonald's but then the queue of mcdonald's and grafton street does be out the door and you yeah. know it's just it's just an effort or you go to get a chicken fillet in Londres. oh no that's oh, yeah. what we do we would go to abracababra or we go to McDonald's if the queue. But see, we used, we used to time it perfect that we would leave before the lights are going to come on and before the crowds would start. Mm. Or if we were really being really bold, we would be bribing the taxi man to go through the drive-through on the way home. Are you like, serious? Yeah, I think one of yeah. the one of the best nights we had out was actually it was a college night out. We ended up in I think it was with Colin and well, some of the other guys. It was some <gasps> restaurant and the sing songs that were going on. And the cleavage I didn't see was unbelievable. <laughs> the baps on that chicken fillet was unbelievable. I remember that. I remember that. I actually remember one night in the palace, I had a bit of glass stuck in my shoe, and I thought it'd be a great idea to try and take it out with my thumb. Mm. And I sliced the whole middle of my thumb. I didn't realise that I'd sliced it open and it was gushing bleeding, only for I flicked my hand and like basically flicked blood on my friend. She was like, "What was that?" And then. Uh, I was like, oh, sh- oh, oh, oh. Then of course it was panic, but sure, I hadn't, I didn't even feel anything. It was only because I saw the blood. I had to go down to reception. Do you ever get, a, get, ever get thrown out of anywhere? Yes. Oh really? Yeah. Me too. I'll be honest. As as innocent as this baby face looks, you know, I have been thrown out of coppers. I've been thrown out of the palace, um, and I've been thrown out of a place in Kilkenny. I think it's can't remember left bank in oh Kilkenny. yeah i love that place that's such yeah. a good spot so yeah um oh, a couple of stories i think i was i was i was quite young at this time i was in the palace when it was called the palace and they had all the you know the poles and bopping away and um was gotten getting got friendly with this girl and um she was from belfast i think i remember and like the lads were egging me on like it was like no interest you know i just i enjoyed dancing away and i don't know what happened to me i think we were drinking silly stuff I think it was Jaeger bombs and I think the effect had just taken me over and I slipped off to the toilet not to return and then the bouncer came into the toilets and just got me by the neck and all the lads remember is seeing me getting lifted by this six foot seven burly guy all the way out and uh, the girl from Donegal or the north said where is he off there now says uh, that night her night is over so yeah, I definitely I've been thrown out. But you know when you get messy drunk, you know when you hit the doubles. No, I I have never honestly. I I have to say I can handle my drink, and I know when to stop. I've gotten like out of control 
I get out of control wild drunk like there's no talking to me there's no telling me what to do there's no telling me to calm down and but I'm not messy to a point where I'm falling no that's out of pure clumsiness but I've never gotten like I've never gotten sick in in a place yeah I've literally leave straight after yeah Um, I've never like puked on the bar or no or a friend of mine did no I fell asleep I fell asleep one year in Diva in the in the VIP area I was like sitting on the high table and um, I just I just I was just gone and lucky I worked there at the time because the bouncers were the ones that woke me and they were like do you want a glass of water as opposed to like throwing me out I have loads of stories as to why I was thrown out of places but I really don't want to mention them because they don't make me very proud of myself yeah that kind of leads on to the next thing the, the next danger of a night out and coming towards the end of your night the phone the mobile oh, no, phone please don't no 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 I am I'm a fucker with my phone. Like, still, <laughs> still, to this day, I am so bad. Declaring your love for I... people that you shouldn't be declaring your love for. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. Making the, making the phone calls that you really shouldn't have made. Talking to people that you promised you'd never speak to again. And then just ringing everybody because you just want to ring them and tell them like, oh, by the way, I'm drunk. Just, just so you oh, know. Yeah. Like, but I'm going to talk to you for about an hour. One of, one of my, one of my friends um, that I go out with, um, he always ends up bringing his dad by mistake because in his phone he has has it saved as padre or something, which is Spanish for father, and Pierce, and he's always trying to get in contact with me because we either get separated or something, and he's and he ends up bringing his dad on every night out. He goes out and his dad will answer the phone and have a chat with him. But he'd be no so way. so drunk, and his dad would give him absolute stick the next day. Like it's just, uh, yeah. But I like the the danger is the phone. Like you're ringing people, you're texting people, and you know what? You sometimes you don't know about you, but you wake up the next day and you've forgotten what you've sent. Oh please, don't even remind me. I only did that recently, and I actually had to put the phone into the drawer. And I went. I was like, I'm I'm not really tired, but I'm gonna go back to sleep because I have a serious feeling of the fear. I don't the even fear. Want to see what I was doing or you know the worst is when you've had a really wild night and uh, your Instagram story Instagram story (laughs) is uh, Lily Lit and yeah I I can't I think it was after Westlife so obviously they were like I love Westlife and when obviously at the concert I'm going to sing my heart out but when I listened back to them the next morning all I could hear was me screeching into the phone (laughs) singing along to West I, I couldn't I actually just didn't look at my own story <clears throat> for the whole day until it was gone I have never though to be honest I've never gone in and deleted anything unless I was asked to oh yeah <laughs> so I know that for I'm not supposed to be here uh, <laughs> yeah please don't yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Facebook was terrible for that you tag in with your mates and they're like I'm not supposed to be here you know it's uh, yeah. It's, oh it's... Well, well, we've never we've never had that because we were always very honest, unlike you. No money messing. But uh, yeah, no going back or just oh god, oh god, the fear. Everybody relates to that fear in the morning when you go and look at your phone and you see no, like no, all these unread messages and and oh god, oh god. I've decided that when I go out, I'm I'm just leaving my phone in my bag. Oh no, and I think I've I've had friends who have like that, you know they've had breakups and the reason you're out is because you're, you're 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 building them back up or you just want them to get you know get it out of a system and i have taken the phone off people on nights out and said this is it you're mm-hmm. staying by my side and yeah. i'm having that phone because there's some Don't people in yeah. circles of friends that you know are just liable to 
you know, go off a cliff and end up crying into a phone and doing something they'll regret the next day. Um, and it's hard to watch, you know, and it's, it's, I've lucky that I've never been in a situation where I've done any of that, but I've seen it happen and it's, it's kind of, um, it's, oh, it's, kind of, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of it's sad like it really times. is and yeah and and it sets people back so far sometimes as well like it's just it's it's one of those things that nights out which started off with great intentions end up going and uh, really tits up to be honest with you so that's kind well, of the dangers of the phone the other thing is you have to like you have to laugh about it because at the end of the day we're all human we all lose self-control it's fine i mean once you're not like abusing somebody <laughs> <laughs> like okay fair enough you, you may have written back to somebody who you were trying to avoid or you've texted somebody that you promised yourself you'd never text again fuck it like I mean seriously does it really matter though this is my my voice of reason at the moment I can guarantee you I think if you're guys, I think if you're I single tell myself this if I you're wake. single it's okay but if you were in a relationship and then you were texting somebody or you know, oh you God, could. No, you could. That's a, that's a completely different kettle of fish. Shouldn't be doing that to begin with. I know, Why but I, what I'm saying is, I do know situations where people have been in that <laughs> situation, and they. Oh, they're naughty people. They are, and but I'm sure if they're doing it, there's loads of people out there doing it. You know, or yeah, the, of course there is. They're yeah. declaring like, and you know what? It's 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 a whole different kind of podcast, let's say. So we won't go yeah, into it. Uh, we're kind of we're kind of we're we're kind of um, we're coming to the end of our night, Liz. Are we? Yeah, it's oh, nearly four o'clock in the morning. It's four o'clock in the morning. We've had bought the McDonald's. We're in the taxi home, and we have to negotiate the hall door and the keys, and getting the alarm on or off, making or sure that we don't set the house set on fire. Like I do. Or, or let's not forget, if you decided not to get food and you come home, what's your go-to snack that you make? I would have always made a toast. Toast. Yeah. Or cereal. Toast, toast or or cereal. Or a toast. Cereal. Oh, yeah. Cereal. Rice Krispies with a load of sugar and milk. Oh, my not God, good. Not good. Not good for, you know, eating in bed because you wake up the next day and there will be Rice Krispies everywhere. Well, aside from that, would you not be sick? Isn't it? Yep. I couldn't imagine drinking some milk after filling yourself with a <laughs> load of bulmers in your stomach and control a load of milk on top of that. <laughs> that is criminal. No. That's, <laughs> that's criminal. No way. Yeah, well, I used to... Um, I used to make uh, crackers and cheese. When I oh, you're very home. posh. I oh my, suit you, sir. Cream crackers, a load of butter. I bet you they were cars. They weren't even Jacobs broken crackers. They were probably cars, you know, salted and black pepper. Very posh. Oh god. Yeah, no. Yeah, so I'll right. tell you one story. Always... Go on, go on, oh. go on ahead, ladies no, first. On. Ladies first. Go on. We um yeah, so we'd make the toasty or you'd make the cheese and crackers. But what I used to do. Um, is order pizza on the way home and one night clever yeah you'd order so as soon as you get there it's delivered like not long after but one night I was obviously I was well no yeah I was too drunk and I put my pizza in my drawer for some reason and I woke up the next morning and I could smell it in my room I was like did I get food last night and I couldn't find it I had no idea and only for later on that day I went to get something out of my drawer and there (laughs) there was my pizza sitting there I hadn't even eaten any of it it was sitting there perfect I remember like that I remember night out uh, and this is kind of going back to kind of we're reminiscing and obviously there's the nights out where you blank and you don't remember anything but I remember waking up at whatever time it was of the day and I hadn't opened my eyes but I was awake and I could just smell you know the scent of McDonald's I could smell I could smell the uneaten McDonald's on my bedside locker and I rolled over and there she was 
a large McDonald's meal still in the brown uh, takeaway bag and the litre of Coca-Cola or whatever it was gone flat but I'll never forget the smell I couldn't get I couldn't get over like the action and then the reminiscent of I actually made it to McDonald's how the fuck did I get home you know um <laughs> How did I, I get, how, ask her what I wanted. How did I how did I get out of the taxi? I don't remember getting from the taxi to the hall door. And then the fear. Do I have my phone? Do I have my keys? Yeah. Do I have my wallet? Yeah. Do I have yeah. any money left in my bank account? Oh, the check in the bank account. That's the fear of the bank account. Oh, no. But coming home and then, you know, as soon as you get in, the shoes come off. Like, I used to leave a trail up the stairs. I'd like my oh, shoes, you're like my, my sister then. The my bag. sister. Like, I would hear my sister come in and be the tap 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 trying to get the key into the the slot for the the, the yeah. door or if you've had forgotten the keys the pebbles gone off the window being fired up at the window you know <laughs> because she 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 could she couldn't find her phone in the bottom of that woman's handbag that goes on forever um but yeah and then trying to negotiate so at the bottom of the stairs you have the shoes the the, the jacket is generally in the porch there's stuff in the the bathroom where she's trying to take off makeup but with a massive failure and um, i think with guys we come in and we just fall asleep on top of the bed we generally don't get into the bed we just collapse on the bed in whatever no, clothes no, we no, have no. remained in i have to and it really depends on what level of drunk i am but you know when you come in and you you are like you're out of breath because it's such an effort after coming up the stairs you you sit down and if your eyelashes on they come off first i always do try take my makeup off and i just like i, I mean i don't do it very successfully because so, i still wake up looking like a drag queen but with, as soon as your head hits the pillow that's when you know how drunk you are so if you feel like you're sinking you're fucked if you feel like the room is spinning and oh. you're spinning and the bed's spinning and your world is spinning oh you're totally screwed absolutely and when i get nights like that somebody once told me if you put your foot on the ground when you're lying down it helps I, I can clarify that I, does I, not help. I, I, no, I, I can say it does help. No, I was it told the help. same, what and it worked for me. I leave the, I genuinely leave the light on, and I have my leg, my foot on the floor, even though I said it doesn't work, and I, I literally will go sleep with one eye open because I can't close my eyes. You'll be a pretty picture for any lucky guy to have. <laughs> And not even the ride. She wasn't able for it. <laughs> oh, please. So, oh, As, God. Yeah, so that kind of concludes the reminiscing of nights out in Dublin. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I just so hope much to fun. back very, very soon. Very uh, soon. Fingers crossed. It'll be different, but at least we have the memories to look back on. And you know what? There's, there's loads of stories we could have gone into, you know... Um, but yeah, no, no they're I'm sure they'll, they'll probably come out at a later stage. Who knows? Definitely, our conversations but, go. <laughs> um, I think that's it for today. I think we're in the by this stage. Hopefully, we'll have had our Instagram, and you'll hopefully have listened to some of our other podcasts that are available uh, now to listen back to when you're ready or able, or if you're interested. But I think away, I think what we'll take away from this podcast is Pierce's five S's. It's very important yeah. to know if you're going out and, and you want a quick solution to a night out. It's a shit, a shave, a shower, a shirt, like one of mine, and a sh- get those proper shoes on. And all of that should equal the shag at the end of the night. You know, that's the sixth S. Um, I think from Elizabeth, um, your takeaway note for a night out. My takeaway note for a night out, I don't really have one, except if you're really spinning, try that, put your foot on the ground and put the light on, I promise you it will work. Yeah, and you'll look so pretty, <laughs> so, so pretty. Your revision. Absolutely. 
All right, guys, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks for getting in touch. Bye.